What's going on, sports fans? Lawrence Patchman Lang bringing you into another exciting episode of the Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Game 10, wrapping up the third inning here on a Friday, September 16th at around 8.15 p.m. Maybe it might be 8.10. Who knows? I'm not looking at the clock right now, but I'm going to guess it's around 8 o'clock somewhat because SmackDown's on right now. So that's on in the background. So with that said, we're going to get to it. We got a great cast of crew here today. Mike, the pun master, Rifkin's here, Danny boy, Reginald, and Mark, old ops guy, Hal Perner here with me to close out this third inning here. How you doing, boys? Living the dream, man. How are you? Doing good, man. You know, happy it's Friday. TGIF. Just had some pizza before, sipping on a nice cold one. Ready to get ready for the weekend, even though I have to work Saturday. But thank God Sunday comes around. I'm off and football's on, so. Oh no, Patchman! No, man down. Oh, shucks. Well, like Patchy said, um, we have a great show tonight. We're gonna recap Thursday night football, a thriller in Kansas City. We'll talk about that in a second. We will also speak on a uh, little, little big uh, news in the NBA regarding the Suns. We'll get to that, and one of the tennis greats. Has called it quits. Patch panel start with Thursday night. Yeah, you know, Chargers, Chiefs, another exciting Thursday night game. We a little more excited in the first week. Um, almost same score at halftime, which was kind of weird. You know, LA had 10, Kansas City had seven at the half. And then second half is where, you know, business picked up, as they say. Chiefs came away with the win 27 to 24, but couple key plays happened where, you know, Justin Herbert got hurt and he continued to play and he was not brought out of the game. So there's that going for Herbert right now. Now, right now he's day to day with some um, rib fractures. So we hope Herbert gets healthy. Other than that, you know, this was a, another exciting football game to watch um herbert you know even during the injury you know he still played out the finish 33 of 48 334 yards passing three tds one int and then on the flip side pat mahomes doing pat mahomes things in game two 24 35 235 passing and two tds exciting game boys what what what's your reaction to this game it was a fun exciting game like we said it was going to be in the second half we all said the second half was going to be much better. Um, I was actually kind of impressed, even though KC won. I kind of call it a little bit of a win for the uh, Chargers defense, stopping Kelsey for only 51 yards on the night. But Mike Williams stepped up like he should have. Eight for 113 in a touchdown. It was a great battle, and it, we were going to get to see this again later on down the season and but we're also gonna possibly see these two in a playoff matchup yeah mike sign me up for that if it's gonna be a playoff match but i, I mean that the the key plays the pick six the chargers are driving down the field my, my favorite part is after the pick six, they show the replay of Gerald Everett wanting off the field because he's tired. They're like, no, no, we're going to keep going. Tempo, tempo, tempo. Herbert looks for Everett. It's picked off by Justin Watts. Not Justin Watts. I'm sorry. Jalen Watson, who goes 99 yards to the house. I believe they mentioned on the broadcast Watson's a seventh-round pick. 
but Herbert was really good until that moment where he got hurt. Mahomes was really good. Even at times when you thought he didn't look great, he was he took what the Charger defense gave him. Uh, the Chiefs ran the ball, I felt, really effectively as well late in the game, especially CEH on that long run. And, and I felt the Chargers guys. missed Keenan Allen a lot. And that force fed Mike Williams a little bit more. Hey, you know, yeah, like like all that guy said, Mike Williams had eight receptions, 113 yards in the TD. Like they definitely went to him a hell of a lot more than most people expected. Yeah, he, he and he played well. He did his thing. They they just needed someone else outside of him, Austin Eckler, to be a little bit better, and that just didn't happen for the Chargers. And then you know you got Travis Kelsey on the flip side, also taking a spine buster, mm-hmm. just being just like Listen, that. Derwin James played a heck of a game. He's the one who had the spine buster. He was tremendous. Like I I saw that, and it was just it, it was like it was like all and like just you're just in awe just seeing someone pick the humanity of Travis Kelsey up and then just throwing him into the ground. Like it was nothing. He's getting geared up for his uh, wrestling uh, debut after uh, the season's over. Oh my God. Celebrity wrestling, Travis Kelsey versus Dwight Howard patch. No, give me the celebrity death match in animation. (laughs) Danny boy, your reaction to Thursday night. I was, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised by this, but um, what I saw the Chiefs when they were down, you know, in the second half, they were able to come up with 13 points in the fourth quarter to, you know, get give them the big lead. And then, of course, the Chargers, you know, they were pretty much dead in the water there. You know, I was very impressed by how the Chiefs were able to stay in it whether it was defense, whether it was Mahomes in the offense, how they were able to stay within it. And they give themselves a chance in the fourth to really, really take it down, and they were able to win the game. So this is a good job. And just go show you again, good coaching matters. Yes, absolutely. Now for Justin Herbert, like we alluded, you know, suffered an injury after being tackled, and it was a brutal hit that he took that, you know, was act- – was- Considered, I it was considered a clean hit. I thought it wasn't a clean hit, but you know now he has bruised ribs. They um he's in day to day. They assess next week, I believe. They have Wednesday. They can decide if he can practice or not. Yeah, well he has a he has a long week, so he has time to recover a bit. But I mean, and I get it. What Staley did to downplay the injury, acting like everything's okay, it's not a big deal, whatever. Um. I get it. They don't want to cause panic until they know exactly what they're going to be working with. But that was a hard hit. Like he was badly hurt and everyone can tell he was badly hurt. So way to power through it. But now you, now we know he has bruises and he has fractures and it's just, you know, that that's just not something the Chargers need. The Chargers need their quarterback. And to back and to back up, if he were not to start, Chase Daniel would take the helm for the next week if he was not to play in his 14th season in the league, too. Missouri legend, Chase uh, Daniel. Dan, uh, Olaf Sky, what'd you have regarding the the hit on Herbert? I've watched it from several different angles, and 
it was a little bit of a cheap shot, but I don't think hundred percent. What? hundred percent agree. No, I, it was a cheap shot, but not. I, I he'll be fine. If if certain quarterbacks I rooted for played with a punctured lung and went and got a painkilling injection and then came back and threw a touchdown. Justin Herbert will recover from this. It's just got to hope that it doesn't cost him at least one game, though. And I think if it does cost him a game, maybe it will be re-looked at. That's Thursday Night Football for you guys. Um, heading over to the hard court, uh, Robert Sauver is now suspended for one year and fined $10 million, the Phoenix Suns owner, for workplace m- misconduct. Can't pronounce words tonight. Workplace mm-hmm. misconduct. Danny Boy, take this away since you are our NBA resident expert here right now. I mean, this was um, pretty much expected. I mean, it, it a lot of the NBA executives and um, pretty much a lot of uh, the player association, all that, they, they want him to be banned completely, you know, for what he has done in the past. So um, one-year suspension, it's a little light. I would have given him a little longer, but if it keeps the, it's not if it keeps the distraction out of the league for a year and allows the Suns to continue to go on their winning ways, it is what it is. He should have gone long. Should have gone longer. Mike. Uh, it should also be noted that in the findings that the NBA had. Uh, he used the N word repeatedly in meetings. He yeah. made women uncomfortable in these meetings. Yeah, and again, people—these are people that are in your league, too. Like, yeah, you know, it's just not okay. You know, this we- is the representation of the NBA. Yeah. Um, one of the governors of the team, I think it was, wants him to resign. Uh, PayPal, who is the sponsor of the Phoenix Suns because of the whole Jersey head things they're talking about. Maybe they won't do it anymore if he is still the owner. So this is a whole other circumstance. Uh, LeBron has said he wants him gone. Chris Paul (laughs) felt the, the suspensions a little light. I understand where Adam Silver comes from in the sense of, Hey, the owners are my bosses, and you know I kind of have to play in the middle here. But this was an opportunity for Adam Silver to say, "No, this can't happen. Either you're done, or it's going to be a longer term thing. And if it has to play out in in the courts, you let it play out in the courts. It's how you're viewed in the eye of public opinion. And I think Dan could attest to this a little bit more because of. We look at what's going on in the NFL with the with the Washington Commanders and Daniel Snyder and what a mess that is for the NFL. The NBA needs to avoid that kind of mess here. Yeah, and, and you know, again, you're talking about race and you're talking about how you deal with women. You're talking about a lot of things that span nearly two decades. This is not just something that happened within the last, like, five years. This is almost two decades worth of this nonsense that's been going on in the ownership of the Phoenix Suns. 
It's it's a disaster that needs to be handled properly. And you know, I I given other leagues credit for you know meeting these issues head on and telling these owners, listen, you cannot act this way in for a brand. You gotta treat players, you gotta treat your workplace with respect. Something that the NFL has not done. And the fact that Adam Silver, who, by the way, remember the whole Donald Sterling thing, he was very upfront from when he started commissioner. He banned his ass out of the league. He made him sell the Clippers. So why can't you do it the same thing with Sarver? Does it make any sense? Yeah. That that's the one point I, I kind of don't get is why there's two different sets of rules here for Sarver and Donald Sterling. But, yeah. yeah. The the not the mix up, it's not a mix up, it's just the mess with Snyder and the mess with the Garver. Can't go on. They need to be made examples of and now. Now's the time. Take your shot. Yes, agreed. You know, it's, you know, this is another horrible situation with an owner with, you know, workplace misconduct and being racist and misogynistic against, you know, their, even if it's their, if it's, if it's their players, their coworkers, their employees, all that, you, you just don't do this because then just makes you, it makes you look like a horrible person and then it makes you look like a terrible owner and which you're also representing the entire league with being one of X amount of owners in the league. So hopefully a harsher punishment. And, you know, the ultimate thing is he's, he has to sell the team for better. Cause if, you know, hypothetically his one year suspensions up, he, he, and he does it again. What, what did the NBA prove with doing suspending him one year and not doing exactly. anything else besides that? But he, here's the other part, Patch. What if we find out other owners have done or said the same thing? Oh, they're only going to get one year. You, you, you know, it's yeah. The it, it it should have been like a five year ban or something like that. It should have made a big example, like five years. You're you're not allowed here at all. Bye. Go go excessive. You know, it, it can be an excessive punishment handed out, but if you go five years, you're making a statement saying you're not going to tolerate this. You right. Know, I think everyone can agree who the owner of the Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury should be. Larry Fitzgerald. Oh. <laughs> I did not know who you were going with that. Yeah. I mean, there's even this one time, and this struck me when I read this earlier, about how Earl Watson, who used to be the Suns coach, you know, a few years ago, how I think it was after a loss. He entered, Sarver entered the room and talked about, like, because I think he was comparing how Draymond Green would go up to someone and say, Yo, what's up, my Enna? What's up, boy? And everything. And he was wondering why Draymond Green can say it, but he can't. And it's just like, well, because you're 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 not using it for the right reasons. That's why. Like, do you not understand it? First of all, it, the, the word should not be used. Period. 
Mm-hmm. It's a terrible Absolutely. word. To, it's a terrible uh, word to say. Agreed with. You know, based on its history here in America, uh, every country is different. But based on history here in America, definitely not a word you should not say at all. But you, you're using it for the wrong reasons. That's why you shouldn't be saying it. Also, I'm not trying to be rude or anyway. Draymond's also saying it as a player, player to player. You're saying it as a coach, right? That that's the other part of it. The 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 part your the historical part Dan's a hundred percent right on, but the other context is player to player, even playing floor. Like like yo, what up, man? How are you? You know, kind of deal. That's all you have to say. You don't have to use the word. Yeah. But as a coach, you can't say it ever. As a coach, as an owner, as a GM, no one in a position of power within any of these leagues should be using those words. Yeah, 100%. And to close out a quick bottom half, one of the goats in tennis, Mr. Federer, Roger, calling it quits, retiring. Danny Boy. Reaction. It's not surprising. He hasn't been playing much um, in the last year or so. So not surprised at all. It's a great career. He's been phenomenal, phenomenal tennis player. Like you can argue that he's one, at least one of the goats. Like you can argue he's one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. I think that's more Nadal than Federer. That's just my personal preference. But the way Roger Federer played and the way he always handled himself after matches, even when he lost, it's just incredible stuff. And the fact that there's a mutual respect for Federer across all the tennis world between the likes of Novak Djokovic, like I said, Rafael Nadal. It, it's incredible, man. What a career he had. What a career. I think he's third in Grand Slams, if I'm not mistaken, behind Djokovic and Nadal. So, um, big tip yeah. of the cap to Roger Federer, for sure. Had an, 80, had an, 80, had an 82% winning percentage yeah. as a singles Singles player. <laughs> won the Australian Open six times, won the French Open once in 09, won Wimbledon eight times, and then won the US. Yep. And then won, won yep. Wimbledon eight times. Won it, won it five years in a row from 2003 mm-hmm. to 2007, lost in 2008, won it again in 09, then again in 2012 and 2017, and also won. Five straight U.S. Opens from 04 to 08. And may I note, he was the world number one by the ATP for 310 weeks. including Not days, weeks. weeks. Including 237 consecutive weeks. Like, un. He's an unbelievable. He was an unbelievable tennis player. He still, I believe, he still has one more tournament that he's going to do. He will play next week, and then he's done. Yeah. So, um, so this will be his farewell. I don't know how he's going to fare. It's been a while since he's been on in a, in a tennis match, but um, 
I, I can't wait to see how that works out, and I'll surely be rooting for him because Rogers one of the greats. Yes. I mean, if, if if you think of tennis as a whole, in the past couple of weeks, we have lost the two faces of both mm-hmm. men's and women's tennis over the last 20 or so years with Serena Williams yeah. now retiring and now Roger Federer now retiring. Those were the two at the top for a long time. You know, eventually men's tennis in came the doll and, and Djokovic, but you still had to be leery of Roger Federer and how great he really was. For Grand Slams, Federer does stand third at 20, uh, Novak at 21, and then Rafael with 22. So going to be a while before those records are broken. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm rooting for this Alcaraz guy, man. You know, we just won the U.S. Open. What about the dude from Maryland? Oh, Tiafo, he's gonna be great yeah. too. Watch that in the hospital. That was yeah, a great match. I I expect uh, Tiafo and Alcaraz to be like the next Federer Nadal type of thing. Now, obviously, they're gonna be their own tennis players on their own rights, and they're gonna have their own rivalry. But you see it. You can definitely see something brewing like that. Agreed. So with that, we tip our hat or we bang the tennis racket as, you know, they like to clap with the tennis <laughs> racket. Well, we'll clap the tennis racket for Mr. Federer. We hope you enjoy your retirement in the great land of Switzerland. Eat some chocolate while you can. Mm. Enjoy it, man. You deserve it. Hell of a career. And SIN claps the racket for you. Hell yeah, man. So with that said, we have reached the end of the third inning of Game 10 here on SIP on SIN. Check us out on our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for blogs, more about the network, planes, trains, automobiles, just like Pun Master likes to say. And for content you really, really don't want to see, Go to www.onlyfans.com backslash Nathan Moser for that content you really don't want to see. How'd I do? There it is. So, and Danny Boy, where can they go see us and follow us? Okay, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at S Insanity Real. That is the network Twitter. Podcast Twitter at SIN Sports Insane. Um, all of our names are somewhere on those Twitter handles, so you could find us there too. And keep a lookout for all, all of our shows, all of our blogs, all that stuff, which is on our website, which is Patch. Once again, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com. And also get ready for Sunday sideline report. Yes. We're back for week two. Can't wait to bring that to you guys on Sunday. Going to be a great show. Going to recap a little bit of the Thursday night football game like we talked about tonight. Highlight, of course, by you know the entry that's occurred to justin herbert plus we give you our takes on sunday's games before they happen especially no not, not jets though because we know what's going to happen will, we will not talk <laughs> jets this week because <laughs> dan sanity we will not do we 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 know exactly what's going to happen I'll, I'll just i'll just stop you from talking about the jets right here it's I, over the browns are going to win they're I, I'm letting you know, Robert Sala's keeping these receipts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're receipts. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I'm looking at you, uh, Fireman Ed. You, you're talking shit. 
She's gonna like poor poor fireman Ed. He just poor, wants the Jets to be good. What a disgrace. Yeah, yeah, the, the members of the media. The, you like that? Huh? I'm gonna have oh, receipts for you. The the one fire fireman Ed can't put out, the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even if he tries to put it out, it'll just kill him. Mm. Uh, uh he should uh, retire. He should retire again. He shouldn't have to deal with this crap anymore. You always have Rex's feet, Jets fans. <laughs> sexy Rexy. Oh, yes. The fetish. Ah, uh, Sexy Rexy. Gotta love him. With that said, once again, conclusion of the third inning here of Game 10 here on SIP on SIN. Guys, hope you enjoy your weekend. We hope to see you Sunday on our YouTube channel where we'll be talking NFL Week 2. So, In the words of Bill Murphy a.k.a. Corpus Crispy. Stay safe and take care. Namaste. Namaste. And say goodnight to your mama. Your mama loves you. Say goodnight to your papa. Papa loves you too.